This is the Zach Ansbury Show. Welcome. Today's podcast clip comes from an interview with Simona Bronzi from RAA. So have you had your graduation you. ceremony yet? Um, no, I haven't. I did a little backyard graduation ceremony and I'm, I think Flinders are doing something in May, but it's not quite confirmed yet. Okay, so they haven't had any yet? No. Oh, no, wow. I, <laughs> I mean, UniSA obviously delayed with everyone else yeah. during COVID. I think Adelaide Uni started up some of theirs just down the road and we've had these almost like smaller hybrid graduations, which I think are going to be the more norm. So like mm-hmm. they, they were normally like three hours long. You'd go there, you'd see the marketing students, but then you'd see like the finance or the commerce students and 80% of the people walking through the stage you have no connection to. And then the people in the audience have a connection to one of the 400 people who walked past the stage. It just made no sense. And yeah. now, now what they're doing <laughs> is they're moving towards very short sort of contained. I think they're only about an hour long. You know, they do the welcome to country, national anthem, all of that sort of stuff. And it's all, they do a very, very good job. And then they go pretty much through your cohort of people and they make up, I don't know, about a hundred people and then you get three people. So it all fits in with the COVID restrictions and stuff, Mm -hmm. but it's short, it's snappy and it's so nice. And I'm really enjoying the ceremonies and I'm I'm volunteering for a lot more of them now. Cause if you, if you did it before, you'd have to go and it's like, that's half your day. But now you go and it's like, that's 9.30 or nine o'clock in the morning till about 10.30 and it's, it's it's wonderful. So I'm hoping Flinders actually starts yeah, getting there. I think and- they are planning to do that. They sort of sent out something saying register your interest for something. Yeah. Um, so I'm guessing they're just working through that at the moment. And it's amazing for your parents and your family to go there and they have that little bit of moment of, you know, ah, oh, that's my daughter or that's my son or, you know, you always hear like one or two kids being like, daddy mommy like from everyone's like oh that's adorable but like it's just part of it and I think yeah I actually found during the graduations I found it was a little bit for me but I actually found it a little bit more for my parents who had invested in raising such a terrific and wonderful son (laughs) yeah and it's the same for you I mean they must be incredibly proud of you yeah yeah um my parents are very proud uh mum's organized the a nice winery lunch to celebrate. So I'm not missing out too much at the moment. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's awesome. I don't, yeah, I don't know what that'd be like. I've only just sort of figured out what the Adelaide one's like because some of the people I work with, their children have started attending some of them. So, yeah. So you, um, you came back to South Australia and you're like, okay, I've fallen in love with marketing, right? This healthcare thing was not for me. I got an opportunity in marketing. This worked pretty good, but it fell through because of, other circumstances and you struggled to get a position because you didn't have a degree so you decided to go back to uni at that point and get a bachelor's degree and then you decided Mm -hmm. to pick Flinders Uni of all of the places um which is totally fine um yeah explain (laughs) (laughs) explain that in terms of um because you you know with South Australia we have three universities to choose from you have Adelaide University which is the historic university it's been around for a very long time it's more well-ranked on a global scale. I see Flinders as being a very, like, medical-based university. And do you live south of Adelaide? Yeah, yeah. I was okay. living in Port Nolunga at the time. Um, that, ma- that makes a lot of sense. That played a part in it. I think I had a lot of friends that went to Flinders as well. So I was sort of like, well, I was, even though not, they weren't studying the same things as me, I was kind of more familiar with it. So Yeah, that, that makes a and lot of sense. And they had an sense. easier adult entry pathway as well. 
Because okay. <laughs> I've been out of school for a while, I couldn't use my ATAR. Um, so they really? were able to, um, yeah, yeah. So they were able to sort of let me in because I'd done two taste certificates. So yeah. it was just meant it was an easier way in. Yeah. And how did you find the program there? Like, um, sorry, I knew you, we mentioned earlier, uh, Lara Stocky, who's actually on maternity leave right now. I think she, she gave, oh, right. she gave um, birth to a, a cute little baby boy about two days ago now. Oh, lovely. Um, yeah, so I'm very, very happy for her and hope you're listening, Lara, and relaxing and, and not doing any work. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she would have been one of your main lecturers for Paul Pear. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. was awesome. Yeah, so, so both of those are um, used to be working here at UniSA or at the Ehrenberg Bass yeah. Institute and then found positions there. Did you work with um, NASA or Nasir? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. taught me as well. Um, what about Rachel Fuller? No, no, I didn't have Ah, Okay, so she was here during a period of that time. She now works as a lecturer in, um, God, which is one of the, one of the Melbourne-based unis, Latrobe. So she's now a lecturer there and uh, NASA or Nasir, I always forget which one is the correct way. And then I hear different people say different versions <laughs> and then it just confuses me even further. It's like, ah. I'm the same. <laughs> Sorry if you're listening, uh, NASA. Yeah, he, he, just, he just landed a, a lecturer role there as well, <clears throat> yeah. which is um, it's a very, very competitive space. Uh, I think he had a couple of hundred people apply for that role. So um, yeah. just goes to show, you know, it's, Positions are getting tighter and the quality of the mm-hmm. staff are getting better as well. He's um, doing very well. He's publishing quite a lot. Um, but, yeah, so they're, they're a good, solid team there for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, but you also then did a couple of courses here, and I think that's how we had uh, the original connection, right? Yeah, yeah. I will proudly say you're the only lecturer I've ever watched all of the lectures for, so you were very interesting to watch. I'll, um, I'm going to put that one on my promotion application. <laughs> Excellent. Um, no, I think what I liked so much about your teaching style was how real world it was. And I think that's one of the things that I've struggled with at uni is trying to connect theory to real world because I had the real world before going to uni, yep. um, which not many people have. So I was kind of always coming at it from a, well, that doesn't quite fit with what I've done in the real world. Um, and I've sort of struggled with um, writing such an academic paper and not being able to talk about what actually happens and the actual pro- process that I would go through for marketing something. So that's something that I really enjoyed about your topic was that we actually got to make a marketing plan um, for Uber Air, it was. Oh, nice. <laughs> so waiting yeah. for that to launch. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think that would have had a slight impact with COVID and trying to fit everyone in this little aircraft and, yep. and then obviously the the lack of international visitors who could afford to use it um, even people mm-hmm. interstate not moving around that much but I think it'd definitely be on the horizon yeah for sure yeah I, I, uh, so I'm not I'm not teaching anymore um, so I'm a research fellow which means that the entirety of my job is research now and I used to mm-hmm. allocate about 10 to 15 percent of my workload was was teaching this course and absolutely loved it. Like marking sucks, as you'd imagine. You read the same thing so many times and you, you read really good ones. And it's like, yes, this is amazing. And then you read reports about people who obviously have time pressure or just didn't quite get it or whatever. And that like sucks out your soul. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah, I kind of missed that aspect. I missed the aspect that you're talking about the most is where you can teach people something and they, it actually resonates with them. And um, well, that's really nice to hear that, that you, <laughs> yeah, that, that's really good. Cause it's, it can sometimes be a bit of a thankless task. Cause if you get feedback, like you get the student evaluations at the end of the semester, you don't get the middle crowd. You either get a few people who say, this is, this is wonderful. And then you have a, a few people who say that they hate you and then it ends up in the middle. Um, yeah. But we'll see. Uh, okay. Hey guys, it's Zach Ainsbury here with just a couple of quick reminders. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, then make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. There are plenty more interviews to come with some of the world's leading marketing academics and the practitioners. You do not want to miss these. In the meantime, if you're looking for another way to connect, then follow me on Twitter at Zach Ainsbury. That is Z-A-C-A-N-E-S-B-U-R-Y for my take on the marketing issues of the day.